What's going on, everybody? Welcome. Today is Monday. It is September 19th, 2022. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first month. Well, I hope you're all well out there. Hope you had a good weekend, a great Friday, and I hope you're looking forward to today and the week. Good morning to Mark. Good morning to Liz and Jenny and all the rest of you out there, whether you're watching live later or listening. Thanks for coming by. I had a great weekend. Had some friends up. We the short of it is this is probably the only whistle kick stuff that will be happening in this room. Uh, through much discussion and investigation, realized that I'm not very good at boundaries. And it's funny because we've talked about boundaries on the show that we define ourselves as human beings, as martial artists, as everything, by the boundaries in front of us. I've not been good about boundaries, and thus, I think that's been contributing to my stress. So this room here, this, my, my living room, when it's time for first cup, I'll set up the camera and the computer. When it's done, go back to its home, and that's it. No more work in this room. And I'm kind of mad about that. Doesn't mean I'm not working. It just means work has to be in the workplace. Good morning. Who else we got here? Wow, look at everybody coming in. Good morning, Gad and Nathan and Dennis and Brian and Frank. Frank says, I'm on vacation. Couldn't wait to see all of my friends on the show today. Well, glad you're here. Good morning, Stacy. I want to know how everybody else is. What did you do? Uh, hold on. I forgot how to do this. Good morning, Lou. I'm trying to take the banner down. Done. Uh, so other than that, there was some, some tasty food and some video games and a couple drinks and a lot of laughs. And it was what I needed. And I'm, I'm starting the week in a, in a good place. Um, so later on, we're going to talk a little bit about Japan and aging. Courtesy of Frank. Thank you to Frank, as always, for all of his work on the show. Thank you to Josh for our theme song. But let me, let me address something for all of you, because most of you all follow me on social media personally. I'm having a hard time with social media. I'm having a really hard time with social media. And, and um, there may be some of you out there for whom I do professional things. What is going on for me is, does not change anything professionally. You know, whistle kick is still doing what we're doing and, and I still do work for my clients. But... There's a lot of toxicity out there, a lot of negativity, and I just kind of reached my threshold with it. The number of times I would post things that were either reflective of a place I was at in life or something that I'd spent a lot of time thinking about and I felt was insightful or surprisingly, sometimes just putting, trying to put something humorous or positive back in the world. And people that claimed to be my friends would just tear it apart. 
struggle with that. And so a couple things happened last week and on Friday, I just, I just couldn't handle people's crap anymore. And I put up a couple posts that I took down and finally, I think it was yesterday. I put something up just to say like, here's what's going on. And I don't know how long it will be before I am back on Facebook personally. I do appreciate the connective nature of it, the ability to know what's going on with people. But it doesn't make me feel good, right? And I know I'm not alone in this. I see a lot of great comments coming in. I'm going to read them in a moment. Just kind of want to put this out there in case anybody wants to respond. Now, this show is a martial arts show. So everything we do comes back to martial arts, to our training, to our understanding, our personal growth, our connections with others, etc. We all know the value of connection. Healthy connection. Martial arts is, in almost every case I've ever seen it, healthy connection. You know, I go to a tournament, and even the beginning of the day, before anything's happened, people are thrilled. People love to be there. They love being around other martial artists. You go to class, and people are excited. You know, a lot of martial artists get to class way earlier than they need to because they're pumped to be there. And I think that Social media has been part of a, a big experiment. Uh, there's some sociological studies that suggest we can maintain relationships with about 150 people. And what's funny is if you think about your personal lives, I don't mean who your friends are, but just who you can maintain connection with. It's probably about 150 people. Social media tried to change that. In fact, there was a social media app called Path. It was built on that premise. You can only have 150 friends on the platform. People didn't want to use that because they wanted more. I think Path was far ahead of its time. I think there are probably about 150 people that I want to talk to and hear from. And instead, my Facebook page has 2,000 something. Many of whom I've never met before. Many of whom I've never had a conversation with. But if we stay rooted in the things that we do that are important to us, the people that are important to us, those 150 or so people, I think a lot of things are okay. A lot of things change. So that's kind of what I'm going to be exploring as we move through time. Look at all these comments. Wow. All right. Um... Stacy says she saw the Woman King. Wow, amaze balls. Went to Pride. I'm unfamiliar with this film. Brian's family got a puppy. We knew that puppies whining is much like having a release baby again. Oh boy, cute! They could be consoled to go back to sleep. 
Jenny says, great weekend. I was blessed to have all of my kids here for dinner yesterday. It makes my heart so happy that they still make time to have family dinners as much as possible, regardless of how old they are or where life is taking them. I think that's great. Uh, Brian cleared up his typo. Good morning, Andy. And Lou says, Facebook's a cesspool of miserable people who aren't happy unless they make others as miserable as they are. If someone doesn't enrich your life, they don't deserve to be in it. Well, thank you. And I, I I'm somewhat agree, right? It's not everyone and it's not even most people. But what I find interesting is it's the same people over and over again. It's their outlook on life, you know? Um, I think one of the things... One of the things I have the hardest time with is when certain people that I think highly of or that I'm willing to be there to support just, just can't see the world in any way other than their own eyes. You know, one of the people who I, I just I needed to remove from my life is someone that I was willing to do some rather substantial things to help out. And it's like, you, you, you asked me for this help. I was willing to give it. It was a big deal. And you can't even treat comments respectively. I don't understand this. Good morning, Tommy. <laughs> Jenny says, uh, oh, where'd I go? I, are you clicking? No? Okay. I don't think I can handle more than 17 connections. Ha! Uh, and Dennis says, social media can bring out the absolute worst in some people. I use it less and less as the years go on, makes for healthier and happier days. But to echo other sentiments here, my friend, we got you. Well, thank you. And I think you're right. I think, you know, I, I had this observation about tech, new technology years ago, that it comes in, we embrace it, we grab it, we use it in every possible way we can. Then... Hard by continuing going. And then we find its actual place in our lives and society. And I think social media is one of those things. We know that Facebook is seeing a decline in users. And what we are ending up with are a lot of very simple apps to share moments, Instagram stories, or, you know, honestly, not the way everyone uses TikTok, but the way a lot of people do just to capture or Snapchat is probably a better example. People just sharing these moments with others, you know, it's, it's texting plus, right? And I think that's where it's going to end up for most of us. For a lot of people, Facebook's turning into LinkedIn. And how much do any of you like LinkedIn? <sighs> then it says, I once had 5,000 Facebook, quote, friends. I wanted to be, quote, popular. 
about seven years ago, I cleaned it up to include only people I actually knew in real life. My friend count is 10% of what it was back then. Frank, bringing some levity as he often does. I almost got into photography, but decided not to because of all the negatives. Lou, you are right. He says, don't give up on things you enjoy because of anyone or anything. Never give up on martial arts in spite of what others said, I'm sure. And it's true. Absolutely true. And Liz says, I found myself even getting annoyed at people who would comment on posts, even in a positive way, but wouldn't speak to me in real life if given the chance. It seems silly at times because it's supposed to be about connection. Probably need to clean up my friend list too. Yep. <laughs> Dennis says, I miss the old days when apps were just those yummy items you ordered at Denny's. Well, I think we've taken this kind of kind of to the logical end of that that line of conversation. Right? I'm I'm considering cleaning up my friends list, but here's the problem. I have people for whom I can I have people that I can't get rid of for let's call it professional political reasons. I have people that I like in real life and they're absolute monsters online. It's one thing to hide them so I don't see their stuff, but hiding them from seeing my stuff is a little more complicated. Well, it is Monday. And unless you've been living under a rock, you know that Monday means a new episode of Martial Arts Radio. And today's episode is a little bit different. Today's episode is with Wesley Chu. Uh, what number are we? Uh, 746. Episode 746 with Wesley Chu. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's been an author. He is an author. He's written a number of books. And it is his martial arts background that he brings into these books. That makes... Why do I keep going? Oh. I didn't sleep great. I had a good night's sleep, but woke up... I have a neighbor who leaves at like 4.40, and I definitely heard his truck go on, turn on and drive away. I was like, oh, now I don't know what time it is. That's unfortunate. But he took that martial arts background and was able to turn it into a career as an author. And, you know, without giving away too much, he, he went all in. He just worked it out with his wife and said, this is what I'm going to do. It's what I've always wanted to do. And he just, he did it. Now, there's a secondary conversation in here that I think is really interesting, but I'm curious what you all will find of it. And I hope that you'll comment publicly, and if, if it's something that doesn't seem appropriate for public comment, either on the Martial Arts Radio Behind the Scenes group or anywhere else that seems appropriate, I'm hoping that you'll message me privately or email me. Because Wesley and I went back and forth a couple times on essentially whether or not he was going to train again. Because he's so invested in his work right now, he's not actively training. And I found that fascinating. That the his training roots led to his writing 
but he stopped training for sake of writing. And I challenged him a little bit. And what I, what I don't know, what I'm curious to see what you pick up as you listen is whether or not it sounds like he's actually going to train again. He thinks he's going to train again. Or was he just placating me? Now, I think it is the former, but I'm curious. Now, regardless, he's a good guy. I was quite interested in his episode and, and what he said. So check it out. It's all over the place. Hmm. Oh, cool. So my question to Stacey from the top of the episode, the Woman King is about women warriors in what has now been in, which is a country in Africa. Training montages are amazing. Not a named one, but clearly martial arts. Amazing story. And Liz says she's excited to watch it. That sounds really cool. Nice. What else we got? <laughs> says, Stacy, as soon as I hear, as soon as I read training montages, my brain hears the training montage music from Rocky IV. Good times. All right. Uh, now, Frank did send some stuff over. Let's take a look at it. Thank you, as always, Frank. All right. So, Japan's known to be, the, be a country of long-living people. Elderly people are respected there and even have their own public holiday. It is known as Respect for the Aged Day. This holiday is annually observed on the third Monday in September. Celebration of this holiday originates at the town of Taka, Hyogo Prefecture. In 1947, the authorities of the town proclaimed September 15th to be Old Folks Day. The holiday became very popular in other prefectures across Japan and in 1966 took it present name and status. Respect for the Aged Day had been celebrated on September 15th till 2003, set a modification to Japanese law, widely known as the Happy Monday system. Such funny translation there. Moved the holiday to the third Monday in September, thus providing people with a three-day weekend. There are certain traditions regarding celebration of this holiday. Ooh. Elderly people get presents from the authorities. Oh. The centenarians, people over 100, are presented with silver cups and letters from the prime minister. Media has an opportunity to report on the population of Japan and highlight the oldest people in the country. Well, that's fun. Kind of like that. I'm going to close those, close those. One of the things I find fascinating about Western culture is that we generally just dismiss older people. Anybody who's worked in the tech sector knows that once you hit like 40, it's hard to get a job at a startup. That may be changing now, but that's how it used to be not that long ago. But of course, martial arts is one of the few places where we really do value older folks, people who have done the things that we're doing now, the, those who came before, if you want to think of it that way. And I think that's a really good thing because while older people may not 
know everything that's going on today. They may see the world differently from us. I think there's something to be said for the opinions of someone who has more context than I do. Now, maybe they have different context. It doesn't mean that we blindly accept the opinions of anyone, whether they're old or young or good at something or not. But we just seem to wholesale write them off and just say, eh, I'm not going to worry about you. You don't matter. And that blows my mind. It's always blown my mind. It doesn't make any sense to me. Tommy says, I know this feeling. I'm turning 60 soon. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's not like life is over. It's not like you can't hang. So I guess my, my hope for all of you, not just today, but every day, you have the opportunity to talk to an old person and ask them questions. You should do it. I've talked a few times about Dara, the 93-year-old woman that I talk to every few months. We'll get on the phone for literally, it's a short call for us is an hour. It's usually an hour and a half, two hours. And it's been longer. Because we just get going on stuff. And I love her insights. You know, we often talk about current events. And she relates them to things she's seen. When you've lived 93 years, you've seen a lot of things happen multiple times. You can draw conclusions. You know, we, we all find, uh, find value in repetition so we can learn from it. She's like, well, you know, this is happening now and it happened back in 1939. Oh, okay. Yikes. Right? It's happening now. It happened in the 70s. I saw it happen in the 50s. Okay. You know, so where does that take us? And we'll talk about that. I find that really interesting. So if you have older folks in your life, maybe you can reach out to them and learn some things. Bonus point to that person is also a martial artist. Right? I, I, there's something I find really interesting watching really old people do martial arts. I mean, people who... they're not physically at hundred percent anymore. You know, they've definitely deteriorated. Their best physical days are behind them. And you watch how they modify things, how they just kind of let go of some of the elements and you look at it and you're like, I still don't want to get punched in the head by that guy. I still don't want that woman to kick me. I'm like these things would hurt. Anybody who's had a chance to train with Bill Wallace, here he is in his mid seventies. He'd still take any of us to task. And I find that fascinating. So there we go. I hope you have a good day, a great day. I hope you check out today's episode of Martial Arts Radio. Um, if you're coming to free training day, grab a VIP bundle. There is stuff getting added all the time to those bundles. It's going to be great. You should do it. And if November 12th is not on your radar, it should be November 12th, Keene, New Hampshire. If you are not in New England, October 15th in Covington, Georgia, just outside Atlanta. And the next weekend, November, uh, October 22nd in Gresham, Oregon, just outside Portland. And I'll be at all of them.
Stacy got her patch. I hope it came out good. Yeah, for the first time, free training day patches. Uh, a handful of other cool things. So there we are. If you want to support, you can use the first couple on five at whistlekick.com. You can join the Patreon. We had another person join over the weekend. I feel like we're gaining momentum on Patreon, which really makes me happy. And of course, if you want the full list, whistlekick.com slash family for those of you who are or consider yourself to be family. And if you consider yourself to be, you are, go to that page and check it out. We do the show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Thanks for coming by, everybody. I will see you.